Sports Radio 1043 The Fan. Every Saturday morning, it's Terry Wickstrom Outdoors. Terry takes you inside the outdoors. You know, hunting, fishing, camping. It's Terry Wickstrom Outdoors. Now, here's Terry. Terry Wickstrom Outdoors is brought to you in part by Sun Power Sports. Hey, they're having their demo days down there. You can come in and drive a KTM street model on Tuesday, May 23rd. Or if you want to test drive one of the new Harleys, head down there on the 26th or 27th. That's uh, Sun Power Sports at 88th and Washington. We are broadcasting live today from Lazy Days RV in Aurora. Really easy to get to here. You take I-70 to Chambers Road, which will be just east of 225. You go south on Chambers Road for a block. We're right here on the left. This is the largest ID um, RV dealer in the Denver area. Other locations up and down the Front Range also. National with a superstore down in Florida. These guys do it right. The hundreds, just the, the inventory here is fantastic. They rent. They sell, they service, and we'll get some, we'll get some of them back on and talk to us a little later in the show. Let's go right to the phones now. Joining us, one of our favorite contributors, as always, probably calling us from his walleye tournament in Pueblo, Nate Zelinsky. Good morning, Nate. Good morning, Terry. How are you today? You know, I'm doing great. I know you're going to have a special guest, too. You want to talk the tournament first, or would you like to start with your guest? Yeah, we, we can do a quick update on the tournament. You know, we're, uh, we're down here at Pueblo, and I'll tell you, the tournament or, or recreation, this is definitely a place to be as far as fishing goes. Um, I mean, the we were down here for bass last week and had some incredible bags. Uh, you know, we had almost a 14-pound bag for the first place win last week of five fish. So a lot of good bass. We had uh, we had smallmouth and largemouth both last week going to four pounds down here at Pueblo. And this weekend, it's all about the walleye. Um, and the bite is just absolutely strong. It, everybody talks about going to Canada so they can have a 100-fish walleye day. Um, I mean, you literally don't have to travel really farther than Chatfield. But for sure, you come down here to Pueblo, um, and those 100-fish days are very achievable. Um, I mean, we're having situations. We just literally fish right now almost from the boat ramp at the south ramp uh, while we're going out check both and, and we're catching fish literally every cast uh so the bite is very strong we're excited to see what the anglers come up with today oh you're absolutely right now one thing i will tell people this time of the year is an action time of the year now through now through june not that you can't catch big fish they're in there but you got to change your tactics but if you just want to catch fish and have fun this is a numbers game where you can use a number of techniques and really just have a blast Absolutely, you know. So, so stay tuned. Definitely watch our Facebook page uh, for this afternoon. We'll we'll be doing a lot of live stuff at three o'clock, uh, and you'll definitely have the results just soon after that. So, so definitely stay tuned to that. But I really don't want to waste too much time today. I have got a special friend on the line, um, and I tell you, we we keep talking. You hear more and more about women and both youth in the outdoors. But definitely, there's no doubt we have more women getting involved in the outdoors, both fishing, hunting, and shooting sports than we've ever had in history. Um, and I have a young lady that I've known now for a couple of years. She helps out at all the ice fiction tournaments. Uh, you know, she really does a lot of work for us. And what really struck me, you know, strong about this young lady is, I started off fishing. My dad got me into the fishing industry. You know, he, he took me out, got me involved, but he never did on the hunting side. And I started hunting for myself. You know, he'd take me like waterfowl hunting. And I started my big game hunts literally 100% solo. And this girl we're going to bring on here real quick started off the same way, got involved in hunting all by herself, no, no guidance. And that's impressive to see somebody have the drive to get into the hunting industry all by themselves and take it to that next level. So without further ado, we're going to bring on Miss Randy Clark. Good morning, Randy. 
Good morning. How are you? Good morning, Randy. Doing fantastic. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm up here at Wellington Lake right now. Oh, That's catching fantastic. some big trout. <laughs> what was that? Catching some big trout. I'm working, unfortunately, but yes, we have the big trout. <laughs> That's fantastic. Now, guys, the reason we're talking about Randy here, we just wanted to bring in, I wanted to get, number one, a couple of tips from you, Randy, about getting into the outdoors. Because, again, we see so many women. I'm not trying to say anything negative and get myself in trouble here, but we see a lot of women getting into the sport to to spend time with their husband or or their loved ones or brothers or or boyfriends. You know, and they, they get involved more so they can spend time with their significant other, and maybe not necessarily because they love it. A lot of them turn into to loving the sport. But you literally started off in that waterfall game by yourself, and you look at the last couple years, and you're going on lion hunts and elk hunts. and I mean, you went and shot a turkey by yourself this year, and that's the type of stuff that, that really motivates me to, to say, you know, women out there, a lot of people say, you know, we, we need help getting into it. But if you have the drive, you search out the education. You can literally do everything by yourself. And that's what we want to talk about is getting more women involved in the outdoors. And we also want to talk about you are running in the running for the Miss Huntress contest. And I want to make sure everybody checks that out and checks out your page and votes for you. We definitely want to send you to the top so you can go on some incredible hunts. Thanks, Nate. So for me, I've always – I grew up spending a lot of time in the outdoors. It always has intrigued me. I've always loved it, everything, wildlife. They've always fascinated me. And when I got to college, uh, my second year of college, I decided to take a different route from what I was studying and um, jump into the field of natural. All right. Did we did we lose oh. her? Hello? We oh, there you are. You're back. <laughs> I'm still back. Um, so in college, I started studying um, natural resources, and that is really what intrigued me. And I decided, you know, I'm studying all these animals. Why not get out in the field and try to hunt them? And hunting... I have learned more about wildlife than I have ever learned in a classroom. Um, And so for me, for getting women out in the field, I encourage really positive um, hunting outings. And if girls are intimidated, a lot of times girls will be intimidated by the males because it is a male-dominated sport. Um, And so I always encourage them to find a female mentor, go out with them a few times, kind of learn from them. and that way you'll have a really positive experience. And those positive experiences are what creates or what drives the women to get out in the field time and time again. So that's my biggest advice. Um, I personally love taking my friends out for the first time. They look at me and they're like, I would never pick up a gun. And then I take them out and they're like, okay, I could see how you enjoy this. And so <laughs> that's, that's really um, – I love taking new people out in the field. Hey, Randy, I got a quick comment here. Nate and I can both attest that when we take our wives shooting, we don't dominate anything. (laughs) 100%. (laughs) They they make us look bad. That's why we don't take them out more. We're tired of it. But, no, in all seriousness, Nate and I are both blessed that we have uh, partners in life that really do spend time in the outdoors with us. Uh, Nate's wife is an avid hunter. She's, you know, harvested a lot of big game and fish tournaments with them. My wife, Karen, produced our television show for 22 years, seasons, and she uh, she has master anglers from all over the country. But I want to get your comment, then I'll turn you back over to Nate. One of the things I've seen in the last few years is the industry is really stepping up now, and women don't have to buy a men's pair of waders that fit or a shotgun that needs to be adjusted. They really are stepping up with equipment for the ladies, aren't they? Right, yes, that was, um, when I first started hunting, that was my biggest problem. I was always having to purchase, like, youth-sized clothing or something like that. And recently, 
Yeah, Cabela's, Bass Pro Shops, all those big names that are really coming out with um, even Sitka. They're all starting to focus more on the women because they're uh, some of the fastest growing in the industry. That's fantastic. Now, Randy, before we continue, I want to tell everybody, walk us through this Huntress uh, competition that you're in. I think it's really cool because, again, talking about getting more more women into the outdoors, they're putting together like these competitions uh, to where these women apply. You sent in a video. I think everybody should watch the video. It's pretty awesome how you kind of got your stars and really tells your story. Um, but talk to you about this competition. I want to know what it's about and, and what's the end goals. I know we keep talking about going to Texas on some hunts. Walk us through the Huntress competition real quick, and then i got a couple more questions for you. All right, so <clears throat> this extreme, it's called the Extreme Hunters Competition. They do it every year um, in the summer. And so however many people, it's a worldwide competition. So people from all, girls from all over the world send in videos, or I guess they used to write essays. Um, so after, all they, uh, after they get all these videos in, a panel of judges will narrow it down to the top 14 finalists and public voting is going on right now. So they post all these videos um, on their page. It's uh, extremehuntress.com or something like that. And um, so public voting goes for a month. Um, all the videos are posted on there. And after the voting ends, June 1st, and after that, the, um, uh, the top six finalists will go on to compete in a shooting, hunting competition, at the YO headquarters in Texas in July. And after the whole thing will be filmed, and after, um, after the, they film, they, they'll show a different episode every week, and then public voting will open again, and you'll get to vote for who you think should win. And then at the Dallas Safari Club banquet in J- January, that is where they will announce the winner of the entire thing. You, well, you know, so, right? I mean, out of everybody in the world, you've made it to the top 14, I believe? Yeah, right. I mean, everywhere in the world, the hometown girl grew up in Littleton, you know, went to school right here in Fort Collins, is literally up against the world uh, in this Extreme Hunters. So uh, I encourage everybody to check out the videos. You can go to our Facebook page, Randy Clark, uh, and it's R-A-N-D-I Clark. And uh, you got to check it out. I think it's really cool that, that somebody right here in hometown uh, is making such a statement, especially a statement for women in the outdoors. Well, I got a quick comment, too, here, Nate. You know that... Jackie Gross did win the Huntress competition a few years ago from Colorado. So we've got yep. some we've got some women in this state that really step up and and uh, show what it's like to be a woman in the outdoors. And we want to make sure that the people vote for you, Randy, because that's the key. So make sure you go over again how they can vote for you. Yes, thank you so much. So I'm looking at it right now. So if you go to the extreme extremehuntress.com um, in the top right corner, the 2018 semi-final voting click on that and you can go in there you can look at all the competitors watch everyone's videos um and the most important thing is after you submit your email address you must confirm that via email or your vote won't count and a lot of times it will go into your spam folder all right and nate you right. had another so question everybody for... listen randy clark make sure you vote uh i'll tell you what she's an amazing lady i'm sure if anybody's attended the addiction you've seen her you've met her uh, you know, she's probably helped you out at some point on the ice or brought you a prize on the ice. But uh, I'll tell you, uh, any woman, I'm, again, not trying to break anything up, but that can go out on mountain lion hunts and go out and harvest a turkey all by yourself like you did literally a month ago. You called the bird in yourself. Uh, deserves a shot at, at the world competition with Extreme Huntress. Thank you, Nate. All right. Well, and, and Randy, Randy, give out the, uh, the website one more time because we're going to run out of time, and i got another question for Nate, so I'll get that from you, and then we'll let you go. Perfect. You want the website? 
Whatever it, yep. whatever's best that they can vote for you. Yes, it's extremehuntress.com. Okay, let's bring this this Colorado girl home. We'd like to have a second one. Let's show them who the what the what the ladies in Colorado are all about. Randy, we're just proud to have you representing us. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thank, Thank you for so coming on today, Randy. We appreciate it. Nate, it's it. We got snow. We got the classic cold front that came through at my house. It pretty much pretty much buried buried things, and I probably <laughs> won't try to get out fishing today because I'm 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 too lazy to fight cold front conditions. Although. It, some of the best fish can come there. Pueblo sounds like it'll be on fire. He didn't get hit as bad. But if somebody around the Denver area looks like it's going to be 65 degrees, wanted to go catch some fish, where would you send them today? I would stick to the front range. You know, Chatfield, Cherry Creek, Pueblo. Luckily, our water temperatures got right there to the high 50s, low 60s. And once we get to that point, these fronts don't affect them near as much as when that water was 52 to 55. So we are just approaching our summer patterns just enough uh, to where these floods literally are, are having less of an effect. The mountain lakes tend to have a bigger effect with all these pressure changes, uh, but the Front Range hardly had any effect. I've been talking to uh, the people on Chatfield this morning that are on the exact same bite. The fish are on the roadbeds, on the structure. Pueblo obviously had almost zero effect. Uh, so I would stick to the Front Range, do some walleye fishing, find structure. Uh, you know, find structure in that 10 to 18 feet, nice structure that drops off to something harder, uh, live bait rigs, jigs slip bobbers most of those are going to catch fish keep your bait near the bottom uh and you're going to have a great day on the water again also check out the facebook page for the results of this walleye insanity event and make sure you vote for randy clark it's r-a-n-d-i clark you can also check it out on facebook for sure all right nate as always hey well we're looking forward to the results i got a feeling there's going to be a lot of fish caught down in pueblo this weekend I think there's going to be a lot of it. It should be great results for sure. All right, and they can find information, Tightline Outdoors, Facebook, Tight and Outdoors. website. Tightline Outdoors.com and our Facebook, absolutely. All right, thanks, Nate. Thank you, Terry. We'll talk to you soon. All right, Nate Zelinsky, always a great resource here. And wouldn't it be great if we got another Huntress right out of here, and right out of Colorado? So well, let's let's all go out there and vote for Randy. That would be just an awesome. Terry Wickstrom Outdoors is brought to you in part by Sun Power Sports. They are doing their demo days. You can go drive one of the new KTM's on Tuesday, May 23rd. Or you can go drive a Harley on the weekend of May 26th and 27th. We'll be back after this timeout. The nights are cool and I'm a fool. Jerry Wickstrom Outdoors is brought to you in part by Sportsman's Warehouse. They are America's premier outfitter. By the way, we are broadcasting live at Lazy Days RV in Aurora. We're right off I-70 and uh, Chambers Road. It's just the southeast corner of that intersection. Come on down to see us. I'll be broadcasting till 11, but I'll stick around for a little while. Come on in and say hi. Let's talk some fishing. It'd be great to get to meet you folks. Right now, let's go. Um, we're going to go to the phones because it is time for our Ask the Expert. And what our Ask the Expert does is you send a question to Terry Wickstrom Outdoors on Gmail. Got to have your name, address, and phone number. Send the question in. It can be hunting, fishing, camping, outdoor clothing, outdoor cooking, anything outdoor related. If we choose to answer your question on the air, you get a $25 gift card from Sportsman's Warehouse just for sending it in, okay? But if you want more detail on the instructions, go to my Facebook page, Terry Wickstrom Outdoors, and there's a post there that tells exactly how to enter. Today's question uh, comes from Sam and Lakewood. He goes, hi, Terry. I'm a shore fisherman and can't seem to catch walleyes. How can you catch walleyes from shore? Thanks for all your help. 
Joining us to answer this question from Fishful Thinker, he's a professional walleye trail championship qualifier, Western Rookie of the Year. He's uh, placed very highly in one tournaments across the country, including right here in Colorado, Dan Swanson. Good morning, Dan. Good morning, Terry. Well, the first thing I'm going to say is I can't catch him from shore either. But <laughs> uh, You know, you can at certain times of the year and in the right conditions, that's for sure. Yeah, well, you know, I think that you and I, um, and we're going to give him some good advice. We're not going to leave him hanging here. There are some things that can that obviously you can do. The, the Probably the only time we fish for walleyes from shore for any significant amount would be during the pre-spawn and maybe the spawn when they are up on the rock spawning. And that's a whole different time of the year, and that's pretty much past for now. So let's kind of look forward. Um, and the problem we're going to have is that I think you're going to have to find areas where either the walleyes are close to shore for some other reason or you know something about a lake that's maybe stocked with sawguys or something because the walleyes are going to tend to be a little deeper, aren't they? Well, they will be, but you know what? Those fish that are up shallow, which are the ones that are catchable for shore from shore, are going to be the most aggressive fish. They're, they are actively feeding. So when they're in that situation, they can't. They certainly are catchable from shore. No, you're you're absolutely right. Now, how do you decide where you're going to go fishing walleyes from shore? I think would be probably the first first thing, and then we'll talk some techniques. Do you do you target a certain body of water or on a larger body of water? Do you look for maybe some structure that you can cast to? How do you approach it? Yeah, the way I look for it when I'm looking at shorelines, um, you know, I'm most most familiar with Horse Tooth Reservoir since I guide on there. But there's some great spots on the on the east side of South Bay, which is south end of the lake. And what I'm really what I'm looking for there is those transition areas. So I'm looking for places where I've got I've got large rock next to gravel or rock gravel that can that changes to sand or sand that changes to mud, maybe with some trees in there. And so what I'm really looking for is those those key pieces of cover that there's going to be an edge that will have that will hold bait, which will hold walleyes, which will hold anything like that. So I'm not just going to fish, you know, a, a really flat tapering bank. I, I might even 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 if it's a muddy bank, I'm going to look for um, where the the muddy flat comes up to the bank, but then there's a real sharp lip, so that you know it gives something to for the fish to feed against, um, as opposed to a long tapering bank where they can't trap the bait up against it. So so locations are probably the biggest part of this kind of, of finding fish that time of year a lot of times when i'm fishing from shore i look for the same transitions you do i also look for some deep water access i'll look on a map or maybe google earth and look for deep water access as close to shore as i can because i find out like you said uh while, I, while i'm in a boat i might catch walleyes along a, a, a flat but they're usually spread out or i might catch them on a point but out towards the end more where they're ambushing bait but some deep access seems to give them a more comfort feeling and they're more likely to move up to feed from that don't you think absolutely yeah because i think what they do is they'll hang out they'll hang out in that deeper water and then they'll wait for something to happen and one of the things that there's a couple things that are going to happen one you're going to get some wind you get a little bit of wind it starts to stir up the you know the all the whole ecosystem you know bugs and minnows and all those kinds of things start to actively feed and that's going to draw walleyes up there to feed on those bait. And so they hang out over those, deep, those deeper areas. They might even be on the bottom in those deeper areas. And then as soon as that wind goes, it's kind of like the, you know, the dinner bell goes off and they move up to feed. The other thing that happens in, in most of our lakes is we, get, is we get 
boat traffic or wind can cause mud lines. And the mud lines are formed when the water starts to get stirred up. And it'll leave a, la- a thin layer of mud on the surface, which then has clear water underneath it. And the walleyes can use that one as a as a its cover because they can't be seen from above, you know, from birds or anything else when they're up feeding shallow. And it also gives them an advantage feeding on on what's there. And once those mud lines have been there for a couple hours, then they're not very effective because they're all stirred up as just muddy water. But when that first forms, look for those spots. A couple other things, and we don't have a lot of time left. But one is, I've also found that saw guys tend to hang a little shallower than walleyes and be just a little more aggressive places like bear creek and a lot of the smaller ponds if you go to the divisional wildlife uh, survey pages if you can find out where walleyes too or especially saw guys have been stocked in some of these smaller lakes and ponds you can do well absolutely and one of the things with saw guys is because they are so aggressive if you do get some wind and you're casting a, a crankbait like a, a berkeley flicker shad either a five or a seven and just burn that thing as fast as you can go. I mean, you're not you're not trying to go slow with it. Just burn it. And saw guys are so aggressive, they'll just attack it. So what other techniques? Well, we got a minute or two left. You say at Horsetooth or or Chatfield, or you found one of these places where there might be some walleyes by shore. What kind of tactics do you typically use? Well, in addition to throwing crankbaits, one of the other things I'm going to do is I'm going to throw out a, a slip bobber. Um, you know, we <clears throat> put on a, a leech or, or, a, or a night crawler underneath a slip bobber and toss that out near some rock or some woods or weeds. Um, and then in the meanwhile, if you've got a second rod stamp, then you can be casting something else while you're doing that. Do you ever throw out like a split shot with a night crawler or something too? Yeah, I do. You know, I can throw, I can rig a split, split shot like 18 inches up with a crawler on the back and reel it back. I can even put a leech on it. Um, one of the things that I've been doing lately that works really well um, if you're familiar, I know you're familiar with Carolina rigging, but you know, or maybe not everyone is. But I put an egg sinker on my line, I put a bead and then a swivel, and about a foot and a half to a two foot leader, and then I get those re- those revolving hooks, you know, like a like a slow, a slow death, death style type hook. thing. Yeah. Yep, exactly. And then feed on a one of those Berkeley um, killer crawlers on that, and I can cast that out, and I can reel it back very slowly, and it'll spin just like if I was pulling it behind a boat. And that's working really well for, uh, for fishing for walleyes and smallmouth bass, for that matter. Dan, we are out of time, but hopefully that information is going to ca- get uh, Sam from Lakewood into catching some more walleyes from shore. And just for sending that question in, Sam gets a $25 gift card from Sportsman's Warehouse. You can get a $25 gift card from Sportsman's Warehouse by sending your question into the Ask the Expert segment. Go to my Facebook page, Terry Wickstrom Outdoors, for our, all the details. Dan, thank you so much. we got to get out in the water together. Oh, yeah, we will soon. All right. Thanks, Dan. Bye. Sportsman uh, Terry Wickstrom Outdoors is brought to you in part by Sportsman's Warehouse, America's premier outfitter. Terry Wickstrom Outdoors is brought to you in part by Colorado's own Honey Smoke Fish Company. Their honey smoked salmon is unbelievable. The secret is in the fire. We're going to go right to, right to the phones now. Joining us, one of our favorite people, and that's... Um, Corey from Colorado Clays. Good morning, Corey. Good morning, Terry. You know, it's what a what a change in the weather, isn't oh it? Oh my beautiful? gosh, it's gorgeous out today. Oh, it's just fantastic. This would be a great shooting day because we're going to be like 60s, sunny. You know, you could just it's just this is the kind of time. Uh, we'll tell them a little more in a minute bef- about what where you're located and some of the things you got going on. But I'm gonna I'm gonna take you aside for a minute here because we had a young lady on earlier, uh, Randy Clark, and she is in contention 
for the extreme huntress of the United States. She's in the top 14 of the world, I believe it is. And we had a, a winner a few years ago, Jackie Gross from Colorado, that won that event. And it's really encouraging to me to see so many women becoming so involved. Of course, you've met Karen, my wife, and we see you and how involved you are. But isn't it great to see women taking a bigger part in the outdoors? Oh, yeah, it's just outstanding. I have loved following that story. And I'm looking out kind of the window here today, and it's amazing how many female shooters we have, whether it's shooting shotguns or pistols. But, yeah, it's it's awesome to see the ladies coming out and doing all the shooting and hunting and all that good stuff. Well, and one of the things, sometimes uh, women get a little intimidated when they start out. After they shoot for a while, they're usually better than us. That's why I don't take Karen with me anymore because she makes me look bad, Corey. It's just not fair. She doesn't realize. Way to go, I'm Karen. A, she doesn't realize I'm a big star. But anyway, um, you do have some women instructors that work out there too, don't you? Yeah, we sure do. We have a, a several uh, females that work in our um, rifle and pistol range, and they just do a great job. They're patient. They're you know they're willing to help, and it it does kind of remove some barriers sometimes that you know females have when they come you know to the shooting range and whatnot. So they actually they actually do a great job of working with the guests and making them feel at ease and you know helping if they're helping if they're just you know starting out and stuff. Now along that whole lines, one of the things you've got coming up shortly is an introduction to shotgun shooting for anybody. And I would think that's for men, women, and youth, right? Oh yeah, men, women. Actually, the last few sessions that we've held were actually we had a couple families, which I thought was neat. Um, the last session we did, we had a father, son and the the mom and they did it as a you know as a group which was great so our next session of that is coming up on sunday june 11th and we still have some spots available for that and that course is really designed for people that have never um handled a shotgun before or just or basic shotgun and it kind of takes you through right from the beginning explains all the different disciplines trap shoot uh skeet and sporting clays and then of course um, you actually go out and get some shooting and it's a great way to get started you know, a lot of people would say after seeing me shoot that that'd be the right course for me. But, <laughs> me too, but, actually. <laughs> but but seriously, um, what, what do I need to get started? I mean, if I want to take this class, do I need to own a gun? I would think it's better to take it first before you, so you understand what to buy in a gun. Well, and that's true because a lot of the, these instructors will actually walk you through the process of trying to figure out what type of gun, whether it's an over and under or semi-automatic, might be best. You know, sizing. Uh, manufacturers, so you don't have to own a shotgun to participate in that. We do have rental guns available. Um, so, yeah, really you just need nothing except to, you know, make the call to register and sign up. You, you mentioned sizing. Uh, getting a shotgun that fits is so critical. In all seriousness, I've shot sporting clays a few times in the past, and I did a lot of upland game and waterfall hunting in my younger days. And a shotgun that doesn't fit, you just cannot swing it naturally. It really, it frustrates you. Well, and especially with the ladies, you know, we get a lot of, uh, you know, peop couples that will come out for a date or husband and wife, and, you know, the husband will just say, oh, yeah, no problem. We'll just shoot our 12, she'll just shoot the 12 gauge. It's fine. And sometimes they're so big or they're so heavy, and if, if it's uncomfortable for them or it, it's painful for them, they're not going to want to shoot. They're not going to want to come back to the range. So really sizing and making sure that it fits them properly is very important just to have a, a fun time while you're shooting. Otherwise, it's kind of miserable if, it, you know, if it's you know, hurting and kicking and all that. So, yeah, finding the, if you're looking to purchase a shotgun, making sure that it fits properly is, is definitely worth the effort. Now, when is that intro to shotgun shooting again? So we hold it once a month, and the next session is June 11th on Sunday. And people can either call or email us to register for that. All right. And you've got some other things coming up. I know one that's in JR's just drooling about this one. That's your <laughs> casting clays. Yes. 
Like, you know, by the way, before we, before we even talk about this, <laughs> if he texts me another big fish picture and is unwilling to give me any of his GPS waypoints, I'm not going to let him on the radio anymore. You're out, yeah. <laughs> I know. He's always rubbing it around here, too. So, yeah, we have that event coming up Sunday, June 4th. It's a super day. We start the morning early off at Bar Lake State Park um, where they, they do fishing until 11. Um, they head back to Colorado Clays. We serve them up a nice steak lunch. Um, each team shoots 50 sporting clays. And then, of course, JR's got a pretty sophisticated scoring uh, program put here together So where he measures the fish, counts your points of number of clay pigeons broken, Really is a, it's a great event. It's very fun. Lots of lots of good stuff that day. Oh, it really is. And uh, you know, all this. Uh, I'm sure there's information on all these things. We're going to talk about some other stuff too. But on your your website, which is ColoradoClays.com, but your Facebook page probably gets updated with a lot of this stuff too. And is that just Colorado Clays? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, official Colorado Clays on Facebook. And one other thing that I wanted to share this morning was um, in regards to some pistol shooting. We recently just started a chapter of the well-armed women, um, well-armed women shooting uh, groups, and it's, that's a club that's designed for lady shooters um, of any skill level that meets with other gals once a month um, to do the same thing that we're kind of doing in that introductory shotgun clinic. They're talking about safety, how to handle a firearm, if you're interested in purchasing a firearm. So that's something new that we just started here in the last um, month or so. And there's information on our website um, for that as well. But it's really it's, it's going to be a great program. Our female range officer, whose name is Amy, is working with the ladies in that. So that's another neat thing that's coming up, you know, for ladies in regards to pistol shooting, too. That, that's all I need is another place for Karen to practice. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I'll share this with you. I, this, I, in all honesty, I love seeing women and youth get involved in the outdoors. I think families. I think there's such a value and cultural. And you just you have bondings and memories doing these kind of things that you can't create other ways. But she was complaining that her pistol, just her hand, was getting a little sore, and she didn't know if she needed something different. So we go down to see, just try before she decides to buy another pistol. And she puts the first four shots overlapping in the center of the bullseye. Of course she does. Yeah, and then I go like, so what's the issue here? You know I mean? Yeah, no but, but, you know, really, women um, today is fast growing. And a, a lot of women in today's society, there's a lot of negative things out there. Just coming and getting familiar with firearms will give you such a more comfortable feeling. Even if you're just in a situation where firearms are around, you'll you'll understand it better. It's it's great training, isn't it? Oh, it sure is, and that's the same philosophy we've we've got with youth shooters here. We love having kids to the range, um, just exposing them to it, making sure that, you know if they ever come across a gun, they know how to handle it properly. Um, it's you know all that is great for ladies and kids alike. So that's for sure. Corey, we're out of time, but any other events, real quick, or just give them the web. Yeah, let me give you that. So it's coloradoclays.com. We're kicking off our season. We've got lots of fun events coming up, fundraisers, et cetera. They're all on our website, uh, coloradoclays.com. All right. And you're located. I'm at uh, Chambers and I-70 right now at Lazy Days RV. You're about 10 minutes north of me here. Yeah, not too far at all. About 30 minutes from downtown. Yeah, not too far from there at all. 
right? And it's easy to get to, find it. It's a great place. And one thing, I know it always embarrasses you guys, but you're just good people, Corey. <laughs> we love having you as partners to the show because we really pride ourselves in getting good partners on this show and couldn't be more proud to be associated with Colorado Clays. Well, we're happy for the partnership, too. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Corey. Okay, thanks, Terry. You bet. Bye-bye. Um, before we go to a break, I want to tell you about Honey Smoked uh, Salmon, Honey Smoked Fish Company. You know, I'm almost there just off of I-70 and Tower. They're a Colorado company. The Honey Smoked Fish Company was born right here. Their products are right here. They're available all across the country. I know you can get them in Safeway, and you can get them in King Supers. You can get them in Sam's and Costco, and I'm sure there's other places I'm leaving out. But if you've never tried any of the Honey Smoked Fish, Honey Smoked Salmon, you... Uh, you just won't understand how good it really is. This is moist, lightly smoked. It's more of an ingredient that you can put in pastas and uh, omelets and things than it is a snack. The problem is it tastes so good by itself. When I try to use it that way, I eat it all before I get it in the dish. We'll have friends come over for a uh, an evening, I'll pop out a package of honey-smoked salmon. It just disappears. You look at the honey-smoked salmon, you'll see the package costs a little more than the other honey-smoked salmon you'll see on the shelf. Look at the price per ounce. It's usually about half the price. The reason it costs more is you get a great big piece of it. And they have to do that. It tastes so good they wouldn't dare give you a little piece like those dry ones do. This stuff is good. You're going to love it. Honey-smoked salmon from the Honey Smoked Fish Company. Hey, we're going to take a time out. When we come back, we're going to talk some more about Lazy Days RVs. And I'm also going to bring you up to date on my Denver Post article about what happened to the funding bill for um, Parks and Wildlife. All that and more right here on Terry Wickstrom Outdoors on 104.3 The Fan. Terry Wickstrom Outdoors is brought to you in part by the great folks at Sun Power Sports. they got some demo days coming up. Uh, Tuesday, May 23rd, you can go ride their new KTM street models. And next weekend on Saturday and Sunday, they're going to go test drive the new Harleys they've got in stock. So Sun Power Sports at 88th and Washington. Right now, we are broadcasting live out at Lazy Days RV. Uh, and I'm sitting next to uh, Ted Drysdale. And Ted, we went through... Uh, kind of RVing, how the industry has grown over the last few years, some of the new things that are out there. But Lazy Days, if you come in here to buy an RV or rent an RV, they don't just turn you loose. They say, here's the keys. You know, we used to have a saying in the boat industry that we called them key captains, where people came in, the dealer sold them a boat, and as he left, he goes, here's your key, captain. But you know, <laughs> But you guys really make sure people understand what they need to take care of the RV, and then you give them some recreational opportunities along with it. Exactly. You know, we have our Experience More package, which uh, is really great, especially for that first-time camper. Um, It's going to give you 14 days of free camping at any of the 1,000 Trail or Encore campgrounds across the United States. Uh, You also get a KOA value card, uh, which will give you 10% off at at KOA campgrounds across the country. we have a, a Denver mattress upgrade if you if you want a little bit better quality mattress in your product. Uh, and the, one of the biggest things we do is any any coach that's, or any trailer RV that's purchased from us, um, we have what we call one-on-one training where the technician, a certified technician, goes through and shows you exactly how everything operates in that. So you go out and have fun and not frustration. That's that's the whole reason we're we're, we're making this purchase is to go have fun and relax with your family and build those memories. Um, 
it's a, it's a great deal. And also on all of our used product, which is kind of different, uh, anything that's that's uh, a 2011 or newer will have a 30-day nationwide warranty on it. Wow. So you're not just buying something and hoping it works. We've checked it out. We've certified it. You're going to go out and you're going to have fun. Well, that's our, uh, Lazy Days is a national company. You have a superstore down in Florida, I believe. We do. We have a 129-acre facility down in Florida. One that the locations you have here in Colorado aren't small. No, they're not. Yeah, well, I mean, you, the one up Loveland is huge. You drive by. This one, Aurora, I don't even know how many units you have on the lot here. I didn't realize how big this is. Yeah, I have about 250 units on, on the ground here. Yeah, uh, and we fantastic. can ac- accommodate you for any need from... Uh, the smallest of smalls to the, the, the big buses. So. Well, in and, and addition to the fact of you're located here at Chambers and I-70. If you took I-70, the Chambers went south about a block. You're on the east side of the road, and it, you can't miss it. And it's just great people here. But I'm sure you have uh, websites and Facebook page people can check you out. Absolutely. You can go on to LazyDays.com. Uh, just click on uh, Colorado. You'll you'll see uh, the inventories in Colorado at our three dealerships, or you can go right down and, and and click on the Denver, and it'll show you what I have in stock at that time. And it's everything, like you said, from the little trailers that you can pull with a small SUV, correct, all the way up to the big Class A motorhomes and everything in between, and toy haulers, whatever. You, if you're hunting, you're you're camping, or you just you want you want all the luxuries and go by the lake, you can take care of all of it. If you're an outdoor enthusiast, we can help you out. When you know that for a fact, being one yourself. That's correct. I'll bet you kind of like it when somebody comes. I know you do some fishing. You said not as successful as you like, but you really like bird hunting, I think I, you said. I, I do I do uh, enjoy waterfowl and, and upland game, um, as well as, uh, um, you know, obviously the deer and elk but uh yeah so so we we uh you we, understand those outdoor people oh, when absolutely. they come in absolutely absolutely I, I i relate to them very well because i i'm i'm part of that family well exactly and i think that's a big deal dealing with outdoor people when you're an outdoor person and i'll bet you almost everybody here's an rv enthusiast oh yes that's that's correct we we uh, everybody here uh, practices what they preach. So, so you got sales, service, rentals here. You're part of the biggest organization in the country for RVs. You've got you're the biggest RV dealer in, in the Denver area, and you just got it all going for you. And I've just been impressed being here. I want to thank you guys for having me out here today. It's been really, really fun. And I'm going to come back to some. Well, I'm going to stick around, folks. If you want to come out and say hi to me, I'm going to stick around and look at some RVs before I go. Well, thank you for coming out. And yeah, anybody would like to come out, we'd love to have you. Um, Ask for me personally if you'd like. My name's Ted Drysdale. And you'll see him with the big cowboy hat on, the big Stetson. (laughs) You'll know who he is. They call me the hat. All right. Thanks, Ted. All right. Thank you. All right. Before we wrap it up, I want to go over a few things here. First of all, I want to remind you about our Ask the Expert segment. The Ask the Expert segment is where you send us your outdoor question. Hunting, fishing, camping, outdoor cooking, outdoor clothing, anything outdoor related, RVs. I mean, whatever you want to ask us about, um, we're going to get an expert on to answer that question. If I And sometimes I can answer it myself. Sometimes, like today, we brought Dan Swanson on, but we'll always have experts on. And just for sending your question in, if we choose to answer it on the air, you get a $25 gift card from Sportsman's Warehouse. Now, you send it to Terry Wickstrom Outdoors on Gmail. We need your name, address, and phone number so we can get you the card. But the best way is go to my Facebook page, Terry Wickstrom Outdoors on Facebook, and there's full instructions right there. In fact, you should like and follow Terry Wickstrom Outdoors on Facebook anyway. First of all, we'll, we had a tackle talk today about using Berkeley power tubes. That will, that, the podcast of that tackle talk will be posted on Facebook. 
there's always a link to my weekly column on the Denver Post. As soon as the Post prints my column, Karen gets it up on our Facebook page and gets you a link back. Anytime we post a new uh, television show, not new per se, but we take the television shows from our 22 seasons on television and we put them up on Facebook, not Facebook, we put a link up on Facebook to our YouTube channel, which is The Best of Fishing with Terry Wickstrom. There's about 60, 70 episodes up there now. You can also find us on My Outdoor TV, which is kind of the Netflix of outdoor television. So a lot going on. You can find links to all that on our Facebook page. Best way to follow it is Terry Wickstrom Outdoors on Facebook. I'll take the last minute. I want to talk a little bit about last week's column in the Denver Post. If you haven't read it and you're an outdoor enthusiast, go to my Facebook page, follow the link, and read this column. As you know, I've been uh, preaching for over a year now about the fund, lack of funding for Colorado Parks and Wildlife, and the fees haven't been increased since 2005. We had a bill that went through the House, the State House, went through three committees and passed by an overwhelming overwhelming bipartisan majority went into the senate finance committee and law and was killed three to two along party lines now i don't usually bring my politics up but i tend to be conservative i'm a believer in the second amendment obviously if you listen to this show and i would normally vote for the three person people that killed that in committee but we need help sportsmen need to get engaged. I need you to go read that column because if we don't start letting them know there's political consequences for not supporting outdoor recreation, it's never a priority to them. The biggest reason nothing got done is it wasn't a priority. As sportsmen, as outdoor enthusiasts, it's it's on you to let them know that it is a priority. Go to my column. Go to my Facebook page, Terry Wickstrom Outdoors. Read that column. This bill might not have been right, but we've got to get our act in a row by the next session in January, or we're going to see a reduction in outdoor resources and recreation in this state. All right, I want to thanks for joining us. Join us every Saturday from 9 to 11 right here. Uh, follow us on Facebook. Stay tuned for more sports on 104.3 The Fan. We'll let the Eagles take us to the top of the hour on 104.3 The Fan.